Chapter 1 In the summer of 1972, when Judith Adams was 16 years old, a strange woman knocked on the front door of the shotgun house where she lived with her mother, on the south side of Baxter Springs, Kansas. Judith opened it. The woman was small and thin, a brunette, and Judith detected an angry edge, as if she were in a hurry to get somewhere and the teenager now in front of her was standing in her way. She demanded to see Judith's mother. Mom, Judith shouted back to the kitchen. There's someone here who wants to speak with you. Sue Adams stepped past Judith onto the front porch, pulling the door closed behind her. It was a small deck, just wide enough to set out a couple of chairs when the weather was nice, looking out over a flat little front yard with a maple tree and a driveway that ran up the side. Judith heard the woman raise their voices and tried to peek through the little window in the door. Her mother glanced back at her, then reached her hand up to block the glass. Moving to the living room window, Judith saw three men at the end of the driveway, next to an old black pickup truck. What struck her most, remembering the moment decades later, was the way the men stood with their backs to the house. After a few minutes, the strange woman stormed back to the truck. She and the three men climbed in and drove away. What was that? Judith asked when her mother came back inside. It was nothing, was all her mother would say. A few days later, however, she sat Judith down for a talk. If a lady ever pulls up in a car and tells you to get in with her, she told her, don't go with her. Why? Judith asked. That woman that came the other day said she was your mother, Sue Adams said. Was she? No. Judith had known for most of her life that she had been adopted. Sue and George Adams had thought she should hear the truth as soon as she was old enough to understand it. But they'd never said who her birth parents were, and Judith never asked. Her early childhood had been hard. She was born with scoliosis, forced to wear a Milwaukee brace to straighten out her spine. Sue and George had helped her through it, been the only parents she felt she needed, even after they divorced when she was 13 and she and her younger sister had stayed with her mother. Judith's friends always laughed about how Sue could be overprotective to the point of paranoia, how she kept Dobermans in the yard and guns in the house, and waited for Judith in the parking lot when she attended school dances and went roller skating. Sue had a thing about strange cars, always telling Judith and her friends to watch out for them. Her sister was also adopted, but it was Judith whom Sue seemed to worry about most. In 1989, Sue Adams was terminally ill with heart disease. Judith was 33 then and working at a collection agency in Joplin, Missouri, just across the state line. She got a call from her father, George. I need to talk to you about something, he said. When Judith arrived at his house, her adoptive father told her that he had just heard from a woman named Ethel Louise Williams. Williams, he told Judith, was her birth mother. I didn't want to hold this back from you, he said. I want you to make your own decisions. I'll give you this number and stand behind you whatever you do. Five days later, Sue Adams died. The timing of Judith's biological mother's appearance was unfortunate, even cruel. Judith couldn't imagine what the woman wanted with her now, three decades after she'd given her up and just days before her adoptive mother's death. But after a couple of days, curiosity got the better of her. She called up Williams and agreed to meet at the home Williams shared with her husband in Baxter Springs, just a few blocks from the house where Judith had lived as a child. She drove over from Joplin the following afternoon. When she knocked on the door, a small woman with graying brown hair opened it. You look just like your father, she said. Judith followed Williams inside. I've got something for you, Williams said, and I've been holding on to it for a long time. She handed her daughter a clutch of papers. A lot of people want this transcript, but I told them that nobody gets it but you. It looked like a type letter, and contained in its pages, Williams said, was the story of Judith's birth. Then she proceeded to tell it herself. 
Your father is a very important man, she began. His name was M.A. Wright, and he was an oil man in Texas. Not just any oil man, but a wealthy and prominent one who had run Humble Oil and Exxon, two of the most powerful companies in the world. And he was still alive, down in Houston. Judith stared at the papers. Though she didn't yet realize it, the woman in front of her had forever divided her daughter's life into two parts. The time before she knew, and everything that would come after. (laughs) 